Hi there, Coach Paula here. I know you're getting a lot from season one of Make Him Wonder, and I want you to get even more in season two. Go now to the 8020 Wonder Club and become a member. The 8020 Wonder Club is a membership club where you'll get all the new episodes of season two the moment they come out. Otherwise, you're going to miss out. That's the 8020wonder.club. Make this your year to be consistently mindful of what it takes for a relationship to go the distance. Go to the 8020wonder.club and I'll see you in the clubhouse. Sacrificing or settling in your romantic life? Welcome to Make Him Wonder with Coach Paula Grooms, where women struggling in real relationships ask the expert. Unscripted, unfiltered, understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love. Hi there, and thanks for joining us today on Make Him Wonder. I'm your host, Coach Paula dating and relationship coach, licensed social worker, and author of the book, Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. Each episode, I talk with one real live woman with a real life relationship problem or concern, mostly in real time, meaning it's going on right now, or I talk about one of my concepts, ideas, principles, anything from my book, answer questions. My guest today is Anna. Anna is 42 years old and divorced following a nearly 18-year marriage. She's been dating Dan for the past year. And when the two are together, Anna says that the relationship is great. Dan is attentive, affectionate, and talks about the future. However, when apart, Dan can be distant and disconnected, and this is baffling to Anna. At the moment, Anna is stuck not knowing whether to retreat from Dan altogether to continue as she has been, albeit she's feeling frustrated, disappointed, and at times even angry. So thank you for joining us today, Anna. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, Paula. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. I'm so glad. So tell me what is happening now. I know you've been been dating relatively steadily, correct, for a year? Yes, for about a year. We've been dating relatively steadily, yes. And what has it been like? Um, what's the relationship? What's been your experience of the relationship? My experience has been that um, he pursued me with a lot of intensity from the very beginning, mostly via calls and texts. He, um, I think he he was very hesitant about, uh, very careful and hesitant about asking me out. Um, at the beginning, he would ask me out. We would go out maybe once a week or once every two weeks. Then we started dating more seriously and, and started seeing each other regularly on the weekends. Um, he's a very busy man, and uh, I've always felt throughout the relationship that I need a lot more connection and time spent uh, in between the time that we're together. When we are together, he is an uh, affectionate and interesting man and I find myself feeling very happy with him mm-hmm. but um, lately I just never know when exactly I'm going to see him how and when I'm going to hear from him and so how like how much would you say it is now like on a regular uh, like a regular week how much are you seeing him that's the thing. There's no regular week. Um, one week we can speak. He text. He used to text daily. Now he text. Now as the relationship has become more serious, he will text maybe every other day and call me maybe twice a week. Mm-hmm. And for a while we were seeing each other every weekend. Um, but he doesn't make a lot of plans in advance and he tends to change the plans also at the last minute or to try to leave things vague. What If I had to average maybe a month, it would be maybe we like a quick text a day 
or every other day. Always very sweet and loving. And maybe a call, one call a week. And then seeing each other maybe one day in the weekend. And sometimes we will see each other during the week. Maybe for like a quick dinner or a drink. And so um, what has he been... What has he been telling you about his feelings, if anything? Well, from the very beginning, he's been telling me that he loves me. And lately, he's been a little bit more upfront about wanting, like he makes some, some references to being together in the long term. Um, not, he, not, not specifically he, mentioning... Hmm you know, marriage on his own initiative, but like at some point where we've had some conversations that he wants to, he sees us together for the long run. He sees our families together. He wants us to move in together. And um, whenever somebody asks him, uh, you know, the plans, he tends to refer to marriage. So you've been like in, in with him when he's talking to somebody else and he refers to marrying you? He will, let's say, if they ask him, is this your wife? Or he might say, um, uh, maybe soon or little things like that. Or or he will make reference as to, let's say, uh, you know, oh, wouldn't it be so nice if we could just start a life together and and uh, be married? Or um, it would be so much easier if we were married. Things, little ah. things like that, but nothing specific, like directly. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and how old is Dan? He's 47. Okay. And I, so he's been, he's been married and divorced, correct? Yes. And a children? He has one boy. Okay. And you have children? Yes. I have a okay. boy and a girl. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the, the deal then is that a man is his age who's been married. How long has he been divorced? It's about six years or seven Okay, so my criteria usually is, you know, we want to look not before three years, typically, uh, for a man being divorced, meaning signed, sealed, delivered. So I recommend for any woman, prior to that three-year mark, he's likely not in the state of being a buyer. But mm -hmm. he's beyond the five-year mark, which is, you know, I, I'm much more comfortable there. Okay. So, the fact that he's stating, like he's actually, the, he's using the words. So here's the thing with, with men. They're very, you know, if they've got anything going about him, and you say he's a, you know, he's a professional, he's successful. Yes. Okay. So if they've got anything going about them, and they're beyond, you know, 30-something, really, they know not to be using words that women will on to like marriage forever mm -hmm. our lifetime mm -hmm. make a life with you they're very very careful about that for the most part again okay. there are always anomalies that just run off at the mouth but that's not that's not typical of men at all so when a man is stating things and using words uh, what I'm hearing he's using that's a really good sign uh, that that's where his head is at, and that's okay. where his heart is at, because he he just would not be he would not be doing that um, for the most part. Again, um, you know, d not knowing him, not knowing, but it just does not sound like uh, that. This this man is that now. Has he had or do you know about girlfriends uh, or any women um, since he's been divorced? He said he said he's had a few relationships. One was a little more serious than the other, not that mm -hmm. many, and and none that he has, you know, like really considered uh, for marriage. Those, those, that's from his words. Okay, and now he's um, you're you're certainly getting the sense from what he is saying that his he's kind of headed that way with you, but yet I'm hearing that you're not feeling it, and that his actions are belying his words a bit. That's in right. In some ways. Okay, mm -hmm. so t yeah, tell me about that in terms of 
um, I can imagine just hearing, you know, the frustration of you don't see him very much, it sounds like, but when you do, it's connected and it's great. Yes, exactly. It's just mostly that knowing. For example, I haven't seen him in several weeks, and I don't uh -huh. know when there's no future plans. I don't know if I will see him this weekend because now I have the sense that a week, you know, we went through a little bit of a rough part and where he was inconsistent about seeing me every weekend. Uh -huh. And then we, we took a little bit of a break, and then he started seeing me very regularly and becoming a lot more connected. But now he seems to have relaxed again. And now again, I don't know if, if, we're back, if we are going to be seeing each other regularly on weekends, if, if like I have a weekend date, or we uh -huh. can't plan with him or not. This uh -huh. weekend, I'm, at this point, I'm wondering whether to make plans. For example, okay, and just right. go out with my friends, and if he asks me, say no. So, how has it been when you do that? In other words, I always recommend showing a man rather than telling him, meaning that when um, he has out and I haven't been able to go out, it, it depends on the excuse I give him. For example, if I say, "Oh, I can't because I'm going," I made plans with my daughter to take her X and Y at an event. He will uh -huh. completely understand, or if I have like a specific thing that I have been, been invited to. But if I don't give him a, a good re like if I just say, oh, I would have loved to, but I already made plans, he uh -huh. freaks out. He, he thinks I'm seeing somebody else, or he feels like we're not going in the same direction, or he pulls away. He pulls it's my away. guess, so he's never really said it, but he tends to pull away if, I'm, if I am vague. Okay. But so, he doesn't seem to mind if I have plans. He he he, he doesn't mind, and so uh, it seems to not affect him. Like we, as clearly, we can go for two, three, four weeks in his mind, and it's fine. Right. Like it's, yeah. Right. And that's very male, um, because men don't have the same connection needs as women in that way, typically. Yeah, but I thought that men have sexual needs. They do. Right. And you, okay. so, so you guys are having sex, but it's yeah. not on any regular basis. Right. Okay. And my sense is that he feels like um, you are moving in the same direction, that you're mm -hmm. on board with his desires. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So he, you say he's a busy professional, so... Is his life very busy and, and fulfilling in that way? And he's just because when men are in the room of work, I always say it like room because um, the male brain is like a, an, an older house where every room is closed off and no room flows into the other. And when they're in the room of work or in the room of hobby or in the room of sex or in the room of their child, or whatever it is, they tend to close that door and not be able to think about that any of the other rooms exist. Yeah. The woman's brain is very different. Ours is like a new house with a completely open floor plan and every room flows into the other. And so mm -hmm. we're able to like be juggling and thinking about all the other rooms while we're in a particular room. So tell me about him and if that's the case. Like, have yes, you seen he's that? busy. He's busy most of the day. He has a, a very fixed schedule in the morning, and then he has some flexibility in the afternoons where mm -hmm. he can sort of map out his time in days. For example, if he decides he can, for example, if on a Monday he decides he wants to leave Wednesday clear, he can do that. But he tend, and, and he tends to do that to, you know, to run errands or do his hobbies. Um, but he's usually, he works till late most days, and... Monday through Friday, mostly. And then he's, yes, so, he has also to invest time with his son, which I totally understand and respect. Uh-huh. Uh, so how old is his son? Because that he's always plays in into it. 16. Okay. So that's a big time for a man to be with his son. He knows that the son is going to be, you know, going off to college or whatever it is. So that's a very big time for a man to be with his child. Uh, when at all possible. And I always say to, to women that, think about this, a good man will be choosing his children over you. And that is not to be looked at askance. 
In other words, a very good man, his first and foremost duty is to his children. And so if he puts the children in front of you, that's okay and to be expected. It's to the degree that it happens and what each particular woman can tolerate. Yes. Right? So I'm hearing that you are frustrated, disappointed, at times even angry. I mean, um, it, it seems because you never know. It's mostly the not knowing. For example, yes. he would call me on Thursday and say, listen, this weekend I made plans with my son and I'm going away with him or I really need to spend time with him because he's going through something or I just want to relax. I would make uh -huh. my own plans. But right. I, I never, I don't know. So on a Thursday, I'm, I'm already anxious. Do I make my plans? Do I not make mm -hmm. my plans? Um, mm -hmm. And I'm, a, and I'm a very social person. So my weekends, I spend my weeks working alone, mm -hmm. and I really mm -hmm. want to spend my weekends with people. Mm -hmm. I need mm -hmm. that both adult connection, family connection, mm -hmm. and spend plan ahead with my kids. That's very, very important for me. So it's becoming, mm -hmm. it's, it's anxiety provoking and very inconvenient. Mm -hmm. So there are really only two choices with um, this type of situation. You know, one of them is, of course, that you do the pulling back. In other words, you don't hear from him, you don't reach out to him at all, and then you just, um, you know, when he says, I don't know, would he, so let's say, this week um it's a wednesday and or thursday and you have not heard from him about any weekend plans what would be typical that he would do come friday saturday or sunday if you if there is a typical well the typical would be then on friday night he would like when he's done from work he'd say he'd call me to see what i'm up to and to see each other okay and typically, would you go? Would you not? What would be kind of a... Yes, because he has mentioned how much he enjoys that relief. And what I do, and what I do is I go out with my friends, and then when we meet up. So it's not inconvenient for me because I already have like an early, early plan. And then uh -huh. I just go either go home and stay home or, uh -huh. and, you know, or if he calls me, I go out with him if I feel like it. He, you know, if I'm if I'm busy with my friends, I just tell them, listen, today I'm, you know, I okay. can't. But but mostly I can, and we go. Okay. But that was so, not like that at the beginning. I only I only started accepting that toward like a few months ago when we were already having like regular Saturday date. So this is additional uh, yeah. to like a Friday. You know, it's not. Yeah. I wouldn't do that if I didn't have a regular Saturday date, for example, or if I hadn't seen him, let's say on a Tuesday. So for example, okay. if I haven't seen him. So I play by ear. Yes. Okay. So, but he's not, what I'm hearing is he's not really locking down Saturday nights much either. Not lately, no. Okay. So do you feel this is the time to, are you ready to do the hard thing of pulling back and letting the chips fall where they may? Here's why I ask that. Because I believe that a man, um, there's only two ways to, to do something with, you know, a relationship issue. That is direct discussion, which most of the time with men, I don't really recommend, although, albeit, you know, it's how you do it. Second um, is that you take action that shows them what it is that, needs to happen if they need to lock down your time, attention, and affection. I'm hearing that in the past he's become very anxious with that um, second strategy and that well, it um, he pulls back. Yes, or he doesn't seem to mind because he doesn't need the amount of time that I need. So he either becomes anxious or if I say, oh, I'd love to, but I make plans with my friends, he's like, okay, have a great time, and then it could be another week. And then how do you, how are you feeling about this man? Are you in love with him? You asked me today, I don't know anymore, but a week ago, yeah, yes. Okay. It's just, that's how fast I'm disconnecting. Uh-huh, yes. And it's so interesting because that's what, that's what happens for us. Right. Uh, men don't have those same connection needs. They will be, when they're in love, and it sounds like, he is, and I'll tell you why I feel that. Because again, a man will not be using the M word 
marriage. Yeah. He will not be introducing you as his, you know, in the future wife. Uh, he hasn't really done that. Like he's like, for example, maybe in a restaurant, he'll, he, it slips out from him. He'll say like, my wife would like this. Or if the, if the waitress says your wife, he goes along, but he doesn't introduce me to somebody and say, this right, is my future right. wife. Okay. But he has alluded to the fact that that's what he would like in the future. Yeah. Okay. So that's, but see, even that, because a man who's not there will even not if do I, that. Even if I'm the one to, because what's happened is the, the one, the, the first time he, he has used the, the M word, as you call it, many times in the very beginning of the relationship, like in the first maybe six months, and then stopped mm -hmm. using it. And then, then at some point I said, um, you know, I wonder sometimes if we are going in the same direction because I felt like things were not moving anywhere and he's then he said it like it just doesn't seem like it's his but he does say it is it the same thing it is here's the thing for the guy it's the time frame mm. because a man will have in his mind something that he he plans out I see and so maybe he's thinking years or months or days or whatever differently from the woman oh I, right 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 I I don't have too much question about that Okay. Um, in other words, is he, because I always look at what's going on for the man in, his, in terms of his um, career life. So, for example, if you know he's going to change jobs, he's going to um, retire, uh, the company's going to uh, go under a change, whatever it is, do you know anything about that? Well, right now he's going through some uncertainties and there's a lot, little bit of turmoil in his whole industry. So, okay. but he has um, some, he has a diverse um, income base. So, but part of, part of his income is in a little bit of, an, of a turmoil. So yes, he's going through some turmoil right now, if, if that's what you're asking. Yes. But he has financial stability. Well, it's interesting because I have found that the most successful men have more trouble with this than men who are not as successful. I see. And what I mean, what I mean by that is this, is that men who are um, very successful and have been are not at all comfortable with any modicum of instability or not success. Especially if he's trying to think of a future where that would involve more people, more responsibility. No question. Absolutely then, no question. I see. But the, yeah. I guess the question is then, in the past when he's had some issues, he's been more connected. Like he tells me, he shares with me as he, he wants my opinion. Like yeah, And I don't give him my suggestions. I tend to like, you know, help him by asking questions or by helping. Mm -hmm. I'm like a sounding board, but this yeah. time he's just gone completely silent. So it must either be, it's one of two things. It must be like different in some way, meaning more heavy, yes, more serious, more, more, more at risk. More, more intense, yeah. Okay, so there you go. If that's the case, that's yeah. all it is. Mm. If it's, if it's not, it's something about the relationship. But if only you can determine that given, you know, past history. And mostly, most importantly, I think it's allowing the time to just elapse so that you can see what it's about. Um, because yeah. the man won't necessarily discuss it. In other words, if you went to him and, and you said, like, with a woman, you could go to her and say, listen, you know, I feel like, you know, you pulled back and that um, it, it feels like something, you know, very, you know, more serious is going on. Normally we can talk about these things. Um, you know, normally you come to me with certain things and then we discuss it, but I'm feeling that this is either more serious or you don't want to share with me anymore. And the woman would be completely upfront. Right. Oh, Right. No, no, no. It's this. It's that. It's the other thing. She would, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just lay it all out in front of you, and you know. But that yeah, doesn't I just, feel right. That's true. Yes, it's yeah, very true. I just had that yesterday. Like 
had a friend ask me something <laughs> like that because I'd been quiet about something. And I, she asked me exactly that. And I said, I just don't want to talk. I'm, I'm not bringing it up because I really don't want to talk about it. But I wouldn't ask that of a man because I, I have enough experience knowing that they don't like to talk, right? That uh, about stuff unless they bring it up. Is that is that how it is? Well, or it's it's mostly yeah because the talking is uncomfortable. I see. In other words, because they're not they live by their actions, uh, not verbalizations. He and does. He did share like, but so men do not expect the opposite. He doesn't expect me to be nurturing him throughout this either. For example, oh, no. For the okay, because that's part. where I was also feeling at the beginning. I was, is he upset that because I also know what's going on, and mm-hmm. I haven't been asking how are things going, how is it because I haven't been in contact. Right. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit of both. Meaning that if you certainly if you don't ask, he will not be coming forward. But, I see. Right. Definitely not because it's not comfortable. And sometimes it can be this, sometimes it can be this, instead of asking the question directly, it could be, I can imagine how this thing in your industry is really tough. Well, I said that on the last time we texted, I said that on Saturday. And I said, I hope to, you know, keep me posted and I'm thinking about you and, you know, I'm concerned. Perfect. What did he answer? Okay. Huh? That was perfect. What did he answer? He sent a kiss. Ah, okay. All he right. said, I will, I will keep you ago? posted. He said, I will keep you posted and I'll send a kiss. Yes, that was a few days ago, like maybe Okay. Well, three or four days ago. And then he texted something last night, just something like, um, I'm all, you know, I'm waiting. Um, I had asked him a favor of something mm-hmm. and then he's like, um, uh, I sent the information requested and I'm waiting for an answer. Oh. Okay, so he's following up with you on something else. So that's a good sign. Yeah, he just skipped the whole weekend, and I didn't hear from him all weekend and didn't see him. And what was going on for him this weekend, either with this thing or the sun or whatever? Do you know? I I can only guess that it's this thing because I I haven't spoken with him for four days. I know that he's going through this. I don't know if there's... Okay. So I assume so, it's this work mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you see, that for a man is, I don't think women, we can have the same experience, but normally it's with opposite things. So there's, there's a saying that if um, a woman is having trouble at home, she cannot concentrate on work. If a man is having trouble at work, he cannot concentrate on anything at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that that's absolutely true because it's it goes to the core of who we are as male and female beings. In other words, the man is the hunter, the protector, the provider. And so if his territory, so to speak, is being challenged, invaded, um, somehow... Uh, compromised he's going to not be available to his woman in the same way that he can be when things when he's on top of the uh, heap so is this something I would expect even if we move forward like in if we were married like if, if any any problems this the man tends to withdraw and yes. not and so, okay, so that's, yeah, I guess, so we, maybe also the the other concern, because if I knew this was occasional, okay, um, but is this then something I would, uh, this would be the lifestyle I would expect going into, like, a marriage? It's going to be in degrees. So, for example, it doesn't sound to me, I mean, it sounds to me, I should say, that he is a uh, guy who's in the middle of the gender scale, meaning he has mostly male traits and is very male in his orientation that he doesn't just come to you with every little thing and want to talk and connect about it and 
is a big talker. He's just kind of male in his orientation in a stereotypical way, correct? He's, mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't have enough experience, but he does tend to be very male and very intellectual. Ah, Mostly okay. very intellectual and also very much of a, he likes his time alone. So I, I'm not a very familiar with men like that, you know, my, ah. so I know a lot of male and their typical response as males is to protect and to, and to provide and to care give, like in terms of not caregiving, like, but like to care and watch out for other people. This is more of a male tends to just want to be on his own. Okay. So that he's much more typical male. Oh. Meaning on his own, handles things on his own, doesn't need to go to a woman to talk about it all the time. Yeah. Can, no, not at all. Yeah. But, right. And that's very typical male. What's interesting is that um, women will say to me, but I have male friends that, you know, they're more connected to me than my guy is. I mean, they want to talk about stuff. They want to share. They want my opinion. Mm -hmm. And here's, okay, here's the thing about that. Those guys, by virtue of being your friend, they're the anomaly, mm. not typical. They won't do that with their wives. Uh, no, they do. They do. Oh. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. But so, they're but the anomaly. In other words, this three guy... Three very good friends like that. Okay. So they are yes. all anomalies, and they're married. Right. So here's the thing. Your guy likely does not have a female friend that he's doing that with, and he's not doing it with you. He's more typical male in that way. So for my needs, I should find more of an anomaly? Uh, that's that's up to each woman, oh. but but you know that's a you know that's certainly up to each woman. But finding an anomaly is not as easy as finding the norm. Oh, what I'm going to find is more of this. You will. And these men that have become my friends, it's just pure coincidence that they are like that. Well, right, and they're connected to you in what. Uh, ever normally you know you connect on some other level first with I those see. friends and it's because I'm very active in male Maybe ah, okay wrong. I see what All you right. mean now okay. it makes sense okay yeah because most of my girl friends do not have so many male friends as I do right mm. yeah that's not typical and I don't suggest a lot of it for women because any man who's taking if you're not married yourself, and I write about this in my book, any man who's taking your time, attention, and affection in some ways can be consumeristic because it's not forwarding your life romantically. Now, I don't mean to say at all not to have friends, but it's also a slippery slope with male friends because at any moment, um, you know, the wind blows a certain way and they can get romantic and you're like w wait a minute right okay so that's a slippery slope okay. um, yeah you know so so we have to be a little bit careful with that because they can get the wrong message easily by being friendly I mean the boundaries have to be set very very um, strictly I believe as a female and it's funny because um, you know I'll share with you that because I think it's really um, interesting I've said to I have I have a few male friends one is a very 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 good friend um, and uh, we call each other brother and sister because we just and that's you know an anomaly thing as well but it happens you know definitely happens and I said to him at one point he said you know I just want to ask because you know what I do for a living and I want to ask you because it's very helpful to me he said sure he said if I were to come on to you right now, even though, you know, for years, our relationship has been absolutely 100% platonic, nothing between us, we're like brother and sister. But if I were to tell you right now or do something overt and come on to you, you would have sex with me. He goes, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you see really? how funny? Oh, wow. Of course. 
I would and, never imagine that of any of my guy friends. Well, because you're not male. Oh. And then I asked another. He's an um, he's a boyfriend of years ago, and I mean, at least a decade has passed, and we've been friends, and I've known all about his girlfriends, and met the uh, almost fiance, and I mean, we've been very friends. I said the same thing to him. He said, "Of course, of course." It was like it wasn't even, what, are you crazy? Of course. And that's the thing you have to know about okay. men. We are yeah, different, I mean, I... different animals. Want more information on anything you've heard discussed here today? Why won't he commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One is available at all major book retailers. Or grab an autographed copy of Coach Paula's groundbreaking bestseller at whywon'thecommit.com. Correct me if I'm wrong, Anna, that if you corrected this situation and you knew when you were going to see him, albeit it's not in as much as you'd like, if you knew, then you'd feel so much better and you'd yeah. be okay with this relationship. Yes. Okay. I, I have addressed this, and let me know if this is what you mean by piling it all in, but I have addressed the fact but this has been also several months before I said, I have addressed the fact that I really like to have my weekend plans because this is mm-hmm. the time when I socialize and I have a lot of friends that I want to see, but I also want to see him and that I want to, to see him. And I'd like to know ahead of time so I can make my plans. So what he has answered is for me, part of the fun is not planning. Oh. So what he has answered is it's so hard for me to have to know right now what I'm going to do on a Saturday night or a Saturday afternoon or on a Sunday morning or a Friday. I don't know. Okay. But I don't know if I discussed it like in between other things or if he knew how serious it was for me because I didn't say it like maybe this is the one thing that unless I fix this, it's not going to work. I don't think I said it that way because he, what he was saying is he you know, he, he structures all his life so much that he loves to have, for, he, and he even gave me an example. He, he'd say, for me, it's like when I call my friends and I would call them up, he's like, what are you doing? And they'd say, well, I'm doing this and this. He'd rather not make plans and miss seeing them than make plans. Mm. The act of making plans is just ruins the fun for him, he said. Okay, because I can imagine that his life, work life, is very structured and he must be at either the beck and call of his company or clients or whatever it is. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. But this so, is very important for me. Okay. So you have a choice. And this is like Hobson's choice. Because either way, it's going to be tough on you. And that choice is that Either you continue to do it um, by the, what I call like the behind the scenes strategy, which is you just completely make your life like he is not in it. And when he wants to make those plans, you either can or you can't, or you I have mostly will not be able to because I'm going to fill my day, my weekend. I mean, okay. I have to leave like maybe Sunday afternoon because I don't want to, I, I really hate being home on a Saturday night or a Friday night sure. or Sunday morning. And Yeah. He'd have okay. to join me with my girlfriends or something. Okay. Okay. So that's you the have background. Either yeah. That, mm-hmm. That's either that choice. Which is my natural instinct. Okay. Or... The other choice, which is you have the one talk with him and that this is not working for you. Here's the problem with that, that it will probably go along for a while working, meaning he will try. He will try his best. He will make plans, whatever, or he will make plans and then he will cancel or change them. Yeah, pretty much that's probably what's going to happen. That's what he's done? Okay. Yeah. Well, he he'll, he'll say, let's have a movie. Like on a Thursday, say let's let's 
he doesn't he, he rarely says something but like on friday night he'll even from friday night to saturday he'll say hey let's go to movies tomorrow too and then two comes along because it's tentative unless it's like written in stone i'm picking you up at, su at such time nothing registers in his head as fixed so you would have to be if you decide to stay in this relationship you will have to be a, a big mechanic here with a wrench every time you have a talk about what you're going to do yes pretty much and, and I'd have to be bringing it and I'd have to be making the plan okay so each woman now for some women that would be super comfortable comfortable yeah for some women that would be really really comfortable meaning they'd feel like they're in control of their life and interestingly enough and this is what I say to all women think of how it would be if you were married because that's really the the key it's some things in relationships when you're not married do not work and this is one of them because if you lived in the same home and he comes work he comes home from work on Friday night um, maybe you've made plans to be out with your friends he decides to join or he doesn't right and then you have a plan with I don't know your family or friends maybe a couple friend on Saturday night well if you made a if you had a couple friends right they're a couple and you have dinner plans on Saturday night with them would he just cancel or no. when you're getting dressed you say you know honey we're you know meeting Tom and Mary for dinner at seven so it's six gotta get dressed I don't know you really don't know whether he I would or not I know that right now he has never canceled when it has involved somebody else and it's been important uh -huh. but for example I did invite him from Friday to join me at something that was pretty important and he just ignored right yep yep he's in you know this man is just and again sometimes the higher up the scale we go on the ladder of success this is where men tend to be because everything yeah. about their life and about who they are is mm -hmm. about their achievement right and I think this is a particular fear for me because this is what I lived through my whole marriage previously uh -huh. my ex simply would not do anything he doesn't want to do just to please me okay Yep. So, for example, if we had plans with a friend and the friends called to say they were late, he'd just say, okay, I'm not going anymore. And there was no convincing him. I see. So, of course, we lost all our couple friends because nobody wants to deal with that. Right. I'm sorry about that. But it sounds like that's a particular case and not, mm, that's really not that in the realm of normalcy. Okay. So then I don't know. I don't, I, I can't answer that question whether he would um hurry up I think oh you know but mm -hmm. I don't know because I just don't have a right. sense as to how much he's just doing this to please me and how much of a huge effort it is to him or if he really enjoys it because it just seems like he'd just rather stay home most of the time and that is probably because of his work correct is he working like is he burning the candle at both ends and work yes okay and and that's you know this is the unfortunate thing with but on the flip side he's successful correct yeah okay so see this is the dilemma and I understand okay. how frustrating and disappointing this is but you have to decide whether this is the man for you or not and it really is that coming to terms with and, and this is really hard because when you're newly divorced correct yes this is really hard because you haven't been out there um, for very long you've been in you know in nearly 18 year marriage do you feel you're giving yourself the chance to be out there and dating and saying you know this man isn't giving me no 
what what I need and okay so when you say no that sounds pretty like no way no how to me you don't want to do that I don't think I've been on one date do you want oh do I want to yeah like there's just I don't even know if there's a dating scene for someone like me at this age and here but uh, I don't really want to be dating okay I want to be in a relationship okay then what I'm hearing with this one is that you are going to have to be that this is a and you all know from listening to me this is my mechanics of a relationship so you're going to have to be this is a Ferrari and or Jaguar (laughs) or Jaguar Uh, so with those types of cars they're in the shop all the time expensive car it's not like the Honda you take it off the lot and you're good for a year two years five years with just like maintenance changing the oil once or twice yeah that's how it feels I feel like I'm in the garage all the time with this guy and you I, are. like it's just becoming like to the point where it's, I'm not enjoying it anymore yeah but the only way to enjoy it is to know that you have it okay I'm not hearing that you don't have it what I'm hearing is that he's stating he's using the M word he's told you he loves you correct yes many times many times okay so you have this particular high-end vehicle okay with a high-end vehicle meaning a successful man um, who at his age has a child all of this stuff and he's career driven I would assume he has a high level of education. Mm-hmm. He's living up to what it is that he's uh, strived to achieve his, in his lifetime. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with that, we can fairly, with, with a fair amount of confidence, say that he is in that category of the Ferrari, Maserati, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to be in the garage a lot, meaning you've got to be a mechanic every single day tweaking it. Or else it's not going to run well. But only now, if, only if I get married or <laughs> forever. Well, even even then, because it doesn't oh. stop, ladies. It doesn't stop when we get married. You still got to be the mechanic. So when am I going to enjoy the relationship? Well, when you're married, then you're with him every night. You have needs for connection. The connection comes in the being together. You you don't see him much, from what I'm hearing. You don't have those chances of passing each other in the hall and grabbing each other and kissing and no. and getting into bed together every night and feeling moments here and there and and being this social secretary of the relationship. No. That's what, you know, many times that's what a wife is, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're not that having that okay. You're not having that chance. That's okay. Like if, then that's fine because I can, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, as long as he does a few, I could pick my battles. You're saying once I'm married, I could pick my battles, and that I'm still going to get my connection. So, so, it's, so what you're saying is this looks like it's moving in the right direction. It's not that he doesn't mm-hmm. love me. It's just that I have to figure out a way to maneuver this until we are, you know, getting married or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And how that's going to play out is you have to have. The conversation with him or you just do it mm-hmm so in other so, words but that has to be the, the thing is that I always feel a little selfish saying it right now as he's going through this in turmoil so right. I don't know what to do right now like for example okay. he just sent this text and I don't know if I'm gonna see him this weekend when I'm gonna see him he's not bringing that up and I don't okay. know when to have this conversation okay but that's, so but you I don't that I have to yeah okay but you don't now because mm-hmm. timing is everything right mm-hmm not a good time to do it not a good time to bring it up that you are not happy with it because he's not happy with what he needs to be happy with which is work mm-hmm right? and I think that what he wants is for me to be patient mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. flexible and, and giving the I mm-hmm. think giving the space like because Absolutely. I hadn't heard so I just give him the so for it just seems like it's one thing or another. It's not like this one specific case. It's been a year of this. So 
I okay. still have to have this conversation. It's just going to be maybe Not in a now. few weeks. We'll see. Because right mm-hmm. now, what you need to do is just, you know, state it. Um, honey, I know, you know, this is happening. Uh, just know I'm here from you, here for you if you want to talk. Um, you know, no pressure at all. You know, just want to let you know I'm thinking of you. That's it. Right? Then you're going to have no plans to see him and he's not going to make them because what I'm hearing from him, he does not like it. He doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to feel pressured over a weekend when he's pressured every single moment of every day at work. Yeah. Okay? So he's not going to do that. So you just accept that. And for this weekend, you make your plans completely. If he comes to you and it's Friday night or Saturday night and he can join you, fine. If he cannot, that's fine too. You see? It's just whatever he, you leave him alone at this moment because at this moment things are not great for him at work. Remember, when a man, things are not going well at work, he cannot concentrate on things at home. And that's not going to be his focus. Now, that doesn't feel good for you because you're thinking, I'm not going to see him all weekend. Is that what you're thinking? Or I might not? Or what? What are your thoughts? No, I'm just thinking it just feels so one-sided, these relationships with men. It's just so, like, why do we bother? Like, but um, it just feels like, my my main concern is I don't really I'm gonna start not missing him. Okay. So that's fine then, right? Like at of this course. point, like when he wrote last night, it didn't even like feel good. It just was like well. Because okay. I think your expectations are need to be tweaked. Yeah. Okay. So, but I see what you're saying. Like right now, he sent this text, and I'll call. I have to say thanks. Thanks for following up. And uh, I imagine yeah, you're did so busy with all this stuff, and I uh, hope that, you know, I'm thinking of you, and I hope everything turns out well. He did something about your daughter that you had asked. He was taking care of business, meaning protection no, he, providing. He said he hasn't heard from them. Like, he did that, he like, last week. he followed up. Oh, yeah, yeah, he followed up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you take that. Great sign. He's thinking of you. He's handling things. In, in other words, you know, ladies, we really have to take stock. A I'm man sorry? is not, we really have to take stock. A man is not everything in terms of he cannot be that um, big provider and, and be super successful and then be, on the flip side, the feeling attentive um, and I mean this in gradations, but I'm hearing that the expectation of him, given what he's, who he is, is not going to serve you well. In other words, if you want somebody to be ultra there and attentive, and that may be better for you. Yes, because what I'm saying is I have never really considered that he would be my provider. When I say that's, provider, that's I, I don't mean uh-huh. necessarily just financially. They are taking care of what they feel is the important stuff. But underneath, it's always, uh, let me ask you this. Do you make what he makes? Do I make what? Make the money he makes. Mm, not right now. I could, but not right now. No. Okay. He feels as a man that is his first and foremost job okay well then that's, i guess i have to switch i either have to seeing him that way it's a change in perspective also like seeing him yes. that way instead of being my my it's just that there are certain needs that do that i can't fill with a woman but That's right. I understand what you're saying. Like, just to see him as completely male, like, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. provider and sex, I guess. 
and in then, some ways. And so, I but was, in that case, that means that this would be allowing me to, I don't know. <laughs> you, you, have to, you know, you're but, putting yeah. pressure on yourself because you've not been divorced long enough. You've not gone through the hell of a man who doesn't care about you and is just consuming you in dating. That's what I'm hearing. In other words, it's it's very hard to be very um, comfortable with this situation um, when it's there's it harkens back a little bit to what I'm hearing of your husband. Yes, it just feels like I'm going to go back to having the same marriage. I might as well stay married with him. Well, that's you know I, I can't speak to that. It just feels like it's going to be just providing and sex, and that's that's what I had, providing and sex. And that's so. So why did you why did you leave if it was hunky dory and he provided and and no, had, I mean uh, I I what I did was we, well we didn't have much of a relationship. Okay. But we did okay. have sex. I mean we we I had my I filled my life with relationships with friends and my family and just stay out of his way. Well, then we only you can determine whether or not this man has a better um, relationship abilities, higher relationship re- relating abilities, because it's not all or nothing, black or white. This man has them and this man doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's to the degree, right? that he has them vis-a-vis also being that provider and protector. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the main difference would be that he's more affectionate when we are together. So that would be the gain, the gain, let's say, of like previous, but before I had no affection, but like I see, yes, I, I can see that. Ah, I guess so that would be the gain over the gain your marriage. Over staying in the previous marriage, the okay. gain would be if if there is some more affection. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a hug and kissing and and mm-hmm. you know being just next to each other. That's that's better. Okay. So then, so, and what you're saying is that I don't. I would. It would have served me well to go through a little bit of dating hell to have a better perspective of <laughs> how good this man is. I guess that's why my friends keep telling me who are divorced. Oh, they do. Like, uh-huh. My goodness, you're so, I can't believe you found such a good man so quickly. Oh. Yeah, hey. and they're single. Okay. That is not, you know, for any woman over, you know, a certain age, that is not to be taken lightly, especially with children involved. I if see. he's willing to take on in any way, shape, or form, that can sometimes even be about being around your children. That is not to be taken lightly. Yes. Now, I don't mean to paint a doomsday picture. I'm trying to paint for all women a reality picture. Because we, in our society now, we're a society of you-can-have-it-all society. You can be a... uh, you know, a um, Instagram star and have a, you know, wonderful marriage and the 2.5 children and uh, be, you know, it's just, it's an unrealistic picture for the most part, especially where men are concerned. Because while women, um, we've evolved and changed uh, in our society, men and, 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 you know, for both sexes, our brains have stayed the same, meaning our connection needs and our bonding through time and sex, the two core things that make us female, the way we love, in other words, has not changed. And it has not changed for men. And so we have to, um, while society has changed, and I mean, let's, let's look at it Right now, if men were like women and that they had sex with a woman and they uh, then they're in a relationship with her and that's it and not there were no consumers, the world would be a completely different place. 
right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely different. But it's not how men work. They still don't work like that. And their brains aren't going to change overnight. You know, it's not going to change in our lifetime in that way. It even has a bit, a teeny, teeny bit. But quite frankly, even now women who are in their 20s are, are struggling with men just being total consumers and not having any feeling about um, sex and that it's sacred. I see. In any way, shape, or form. There's um, a, a new show, I'm going to do something about this, called Paradise Hotel. And I think the tagline is that if, if you don't hook up something, I, I, I'll have to see what it is, but it's so, it's so gross. It's that if 